welcome to the Through the Lens of Learning podcast. If we haven't met, hello, I'm your host, Dr. Tracy Schroyer. I'll give you two words that summarize me to a T, lifelong learner. Join me as I share a bit about my own journey of curiosity, learning, and wonder. You'll also get to hear from some phenomenal individuals on what they're curious about learning and what they have to share too. Are you itching with excitement yet? I am, so let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Through the Lens of Learning Season 5 Episode 1. Welcome back for the second episode. So the whole purpose of this particular season is really to help mid-level professionals navigate the challenges and opportunities of the current economic climate through personal and professional development. Hi, my name is Dr. Tracy Schroyer, and I help mid-level professionals to strengthen their professional brand and enhance their interpersonal skills. Um, So on the first episode, I talked a little bit about the importance of professional development amidst uh, the economic climate that we're currently uh, within. We also talked briefly about some strategies for professional development. So in this episode, I want to talk more, uh, dig in a little deeper about identifying your strengths and your weaknesses, setting development goals, and creating a development plan. So let's dig in. So when we think about identifying your strengths and weaknesses, it is really, really important to figure out what are you really good at and what are some things that you need to work on. And maybe more than weaknesses, we want to talk about them as opportunities. Um, The one thing I want to say is to make sure that when you identify your strengths and you identify your weaknesses, that you are not dwelling on your weaknesses. Sometimes what individuals do is they'll figure out, here's my strengths, here's my weaknesses. Okay, I'm really good at these things, so let me put them off to the side. And now I have this whole list of weaknesses that I need to tackle. And then you get overwhelmed, morale goes down overall for you, and you're like, "Eh, I don't want to do this. It is just as important, if not more important, that you continue to strengthen those things that you're good at and you practice that and you put those into motion. And I would highly recommend that you focus on doing that. You look at some of those opportunities that you have and maybe you pick one and you start to chip away at it little by little. And how can I work to improve this and what can I do? So some of the ways that you can identify your strengths and your weaknesses are things like self-reflection. You can easily Google some self-reflection activities or self-reflection exercises. Um, You could also look at professional self-reflection specifically and find some questions that you can journal about. You could, for me, it's a little harder to write. So if I'm not typing, I may be doing audio. So you could record something on your phone just for yourself to do just like a audio self-reflection, or you could even do a little video. Maybe that's something you want to share with other people Um, or a video to kind of look back uh, later for your own self. You can also ask for feedback from your peers, from your mentors, maybe your manager, professors. Um, uh, There's a slew of individuals that you can ask for feedback. One thing that I would do when you go to ask for feedback about your strengths and weaknesses is maybe ask a little bit more specific than just a general, hey, what do you think I'm good at? Um, Just give them some insight as to why you're trying to understand this. And maybe even if it's not just in general of, 
hey, how do you think I do when it comes to working with my customers um, or interacting with the team? Like, what are some things I, I do really well? What are some things that I could work on? So if you're able to hone in and give a little bit more specifics, that's really helpful to the person giving you feedback as well. The other way, um, there are some opportunities out there for 360 feedback, and that is where you can get some, um, typically it is uh, private uh, feedback from uh, individuals, and they may take an assessment based on how well they know you um, and what they know of your strengths and weaknesses or what you can work on. And uh, a lot of times I've seen there's a third party that's involved and they help to get the names of the individuals that uh, they can interview, ask questions of, and then they bring that back around and make sure that, you know, that's anonymous from the individuals that are providing it and they work with you on the plan to make sure that you're taking action as a result of that feedback, positive and constructive that you're getting. Um, So let's move on from identifying your strengths and your weaknesses to thinking about setting development goals. So what you'll wanna do after you identify your strengths and your weaknesses is start to identify some goals so that you can help So these can help you to achieve your career objectives. Now your career objectives, I think some people get caught up and think, oh, what's the next level? Like, where am I going next? Am I gonna become a manager? Like all of those types of things. And I want you to take a pause, breathe. You don't always have to be thinking about what's the next thing role-wise into am I going to be, instead of a project manager, a senior project manager? Or instead of a uh, product owner, I want to become a product manager. You don't always have to think through what are those big, huge steps for you. Your career objectives could be, hey, I want to improve my skills when it comes to Java. I want to be a really good programmer and understand Java um, specifically for my role. And that could be your objective. Uh, You could take it in bite size. When you think about, you could think about those bigger pieces and where do you want to go next. But I would caution you not to overwhelm yourself in that and to be able to think about what are these smaller milestones and building those up over time. So when you think about setting uh, effective development goals, you want to make sure that they follow the SMART approach, which is specific measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. I go through the SMART approach to goal setting in my free five steps to build a solid professional development plan. So if you would like that, that will walk you through those and help you with that. Um, You can go to my website at www.tracyshroyerphd.com And you can click on there to get that freebie. Um, Again, it's five steps to build a solid development, solid professional development plan. And one of those steps gives you um, smart goals and what those are, examples of those so that you can leverage those. So once you identify what are those smart goals, so let's start off small. Let's identify anywhere from two to three goals, um, even one to two. Let's make it even simpler, one to two goals and then we'll start to create a development plan. In your development plan, you're going to talk about your strengths, your weaknesses, 
and your goals. Um, when we think about this, we want to prioritize our goals. So let's say we have two goals that are on our development plan. Let's prioritize, does, do we want to accomplish one before the other? Um, the other thing I want you to do is break down those goals into actionable steps. And even before you break it down into those actionable steps or tasks, I want you to put something in the middle, which is the milestones. So I want you to think, here's this big goal that I have. So let me give you an example that I, I have given numerous times um, when I talk about goals in the past is I wanted to get my PhD. Um, so that is not a smart goal in of itself. Um, so I walk through and I provide how to make it smart, uh, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. But when I think about that goal, once I do have it as a smart goal, there are big milestones within that goal. So one of those is even identifying what school I want to go to. So that was a big milestone, figuring out what school. So I interviewed, I did a lot of different actionable steps or tasks to be able to complete that milestone. The other um, step that I would take, the other key milestone that I would have in there is related to um, taking my coursework. So in a PhD program, there's several phases. One is coursework. So being able to take my coursework was one big milestone and the actionable steps or the tasks for that was each of the courses that I could check off the list. Another big milestone was completing the comprehensive exams. And there was a few questions, there's some steps involved in there. And then the final one was the dissertation, which was a big milestone and there's several steps in there. So you kind of see where I'm going. Uh, from the last episode, I mentioned it's not put it down on paper, one and done, or check the box. You're going to revisit it, and you're not going to do that just every year. You're going to revisit that on a regular basis, and that should be a working document as well, because you may find that you've missed some steps along the way, and you need to plug those in, or you need to shift and change things. Maybe your timelines end up changing. Um, so you'll, you'll regularly review and update your plan as you go. Uh, so in today's episode, we talked about identifying your strengths and weaknesses, about the importance of setting your development goals, which you can get more insight on setting SMART goals within my free five steps to build a solid professional development plan. We talked about creating a development plan. What are some of those things to put in there? So you're going to put your goals. You're going to help to prioritize those. You're going to break down your goals into what are some key milestones and then what are some actionable steps or tasks that align to those milestones and you're going to look at it on a regular basis and make sure that you're updating it as you go. So with that, um, I will cover in some future episodes that we have in this season about networking strategies. We'll talk about exploring new opportunities and overcoming obstacles in your development journey. I do encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and I'm going to encourage you to join my email list, which you can join at www. TracyShroyerPhD.com, and that will help you get the most out of your development journey and get access to free and paid offers that I provide out to um, all those who follow. So thank you again for tuning in to the second episode of the podcast series. Uh, remember again, subscribe and stay tuned for future episodes, and I will see you then. This podcast is brought to you by Tracy Schroyer, PhD, LLC. 
Learn more about what Dr. Tracy offers at www.tracyshroyerphd.com. While you're there, sign up for the free five steps to build a solid professional development plan. Don't forget to subscribe and like the Through the Lens of Learning podcast here too. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.